So why was it so easy for people to go off the rails with their diets during COVID? I think it was the comfort um, of like, hey, I, I receive comfort from eating this, this or that. So the world is on its head. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just trying to survive. I deserve this. Hello and welcome to Small Business Speaks, the podcast where we get to know the people and ideas that bring businesses to life. I'm Jen Silverian, a recruiter and business owner that loves to shine the light on people that are exceptional at what they do. The struggle is real, guys. COVID-19 pounds. Today we're talking with Matt Preston, a certified metabolic nutritionist. Matt and his wife, Veronica, are the owners of Colorado Nutrition with stores in Boulder and Fort Collins. He has degrees in microbiology and biochemistry from the University of Kansas and has made it his life's work to help people achieve their ideal weight using science-based nutrition and plans designed specifically for their body composition. Over the next half hour, you'll learn about Matt's path to nutrition, the unique formula he uses to create meal plans, plus the secrets of his most successful clients. This episode of Small Business Speaks is brought to you by Studio Q Cycling. You remember Kenya McBride, Studio Q's founder from one of our earlier shows. I'm a huge fan of Studio Q because the instructors bring their unique personalities and strengths to each workout. One day, you might be doing intervals, and another day, the fastest mile. Let's face it, guys, 55 minutes is a long time to be on an indoor bike, but at Studio Q, the time flies by, and I always burn over 500 calories. The studio in Fort Collins has officially reopened. Kenya is offering 13 classes this week, plus an outdoor ride on Sundays for those with road bikes. But book fast because there's only a small number of bikes available per class. Go online at studioqcycling.com, studioqcycling.com to reserve now. And now here's my conversation with Matt. Hey, Matt, good to see you. You Thanks too, Jen. Today, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So you run Colorado Nutrition here in Fort Collins. Tell me more about the store. How long has it been open? What sort of services do you provide? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, so yeah, we have a Fort Collins store. We also have a Boulder store. Uh, so Boulder's been open for about eight years. Uh, Fort Collins, we opened up about two and a half years ago. Uh, the stores are a little bit different. Um, Fort Collins, uh, we did add a smoothie bar in there so you can come in and you can get a pre-workout, post-workout smoothie, even uh, you know, kind of just a general higher protein, no junk added uh, smoothie kind of fuel your day. Uh, so we have that in there. Uh, we do have a full range of different types of supplements that I handpick. And then our, our biggest uh, kind of part of the business is, is definitely nutrition planning, which I do exclusively. I'm the only one that does it. Um, it's very uh, customized, complete, if you will. It's very much built on that person as an individual um, based on their metabolic rate, the calories that they're burning in an exercise, their thermic effect of food, uh, their activity index, all stuff that's very, very um, specific to that individual. Uh, and that's really what I believe makes us very, very different. We also use an in-body, uh, which is a body composition analysis machine. So we're tracking more than just weight. 
whether someone wants to gain weight or lose weight, we want to know what that weight's really being made up of. Okay. So you've mentioned two things that make Colorado nutrition different. There's the in-body machine that tells your you your body composition, how much water, muscle, and fat is in your body so you can focus on losing fat and not muscle. And I wish you guys could see a printout because it's really cool. And then there's the meal planning software that allows people to choose different options within their plan without getting hung up on counting calories or figuring out portions. All of this feels very sciencey, which I love. And there might be a clue in what you studied. You graduated with degrees in microbiology and biochemistry. If I were a recruiter, and by the way, Matt, I am a recruiter, I'd want to know what you set out to be, because this doesn't sound like the conventional path of a nutritionist. No, probably not. You know, um, I never really set out to become a nutritionist. I was actually uh, headed to med school. Um, so that's where my degrees really kind of fell, were microbiology and biochemistry, because um, I love the science. All sort, I love the science of the body. Um, so I was headed to med school, all sorts of stuff. My dad came down with cancer, uh, spent two years at the Mayo Clinic. And by the time that was all done and he was repaired back to normal, he had esophageal cancer. Uh, I had deferred too many times and I'd have to start the process over. And I was just done. I was done. I wanted to come back out here to Colorado because I'm a Colorado native. Um, and start making some money. You know, I was, uh, I don't remember how old I was, but uh, I just wanted to get out there. I wanted to have a house. I wanted to have a picket fence. I wanted to meet my wife, you know, all sorts of stuff. I didn't want to spend another four years in med school and then uh, the internships, residency, all sorts. I just wanted to get out. So I ended up actually running a microbiology lab uh, down in Denver, built it up, yada, 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 um, and then found out that I don't work well uh, for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was happy and it wasn't uh, my employer's fault. It was my fault. I had made that transition of like, hey, no matter how great you are, something's missing for me. And that is being my own boss. Um, the responsibilities, the whatever, um, I wanted it make or break. I wanted it on my shoulders. So that's really where I kind of transitioned into, hey, I love the body. I studied nutrition in college. Uh, I had been writing. I mean, it's I wrote meal plans throughout college for all my buddies and um, and just loved it. And I just loved it. And I go, how can I do something I love so I don't feel cliche to say that I have to work every day? And I don't. I you know sometimes when I'm doing a done taxes and you know uh, writing checks and stuff, I do, <laughs> I do feel like I'm working. But um, being able to do this stuff in the middle of the day, like I could never have done this before. Um, this is. The, the nutrition, talking about nutrition, interacting one-on-one. -on -one. I'm actually a huge introvert. Most people would think that I'm not, <laughs> that I'm an extrovert. I'm actually a huge introvert. I love one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so being in big, massive group settings, I kind of become a wallflower. But uh, in the one-on-one, -on -one, I shine. And that's where the nutrition planning really kind of fell back into place of like, I love pushing people forward and showing them truth. You know, I love truth, whether it's nutrition or it's this or that or, or whatever. I just want truth. And in nutrition, there's so much um, the opposite of truth. I, it's true what they say, do something you're passionate about and the money will follow. I can tell that yeah. this was important enough for you that you wanted to help others with the things you had learned, um, potentially in a, in a less conventional way through the pre-med route. Yeah. Um, and just bringing the science to um, to weight loss. Yeah. Uh, 
and to helping people get on a plan that they can sustain over time. You said that you used to do this in college for your buddies. So um, tell me about the path in. Were you, um, I mean, we've met before, you're a pretty fit guy. Is this something that always came easily to you? Um, Keeping trim and also, I mean, that was super easy until... I think my last year in college and all of a sudden my hormones started, I started losing some, <laughs> some of my hair, which I have none left right now. Got a good amount on my face, but um, not enough on my head. And I started noticing things uh, change in my body. And I was like, it is not as easy as it once was. So, you know, I just started doing tons of re, you know, just getting into the nutrition, uh, you know, spending lots of time um, with, um, Oh, guys that were, you know, seeking their, their degrees in dietetics, uh, all just tons of different things, just learning more about why my body just all of a sudden changed. And I was only, you know, mid twenties, you know, not even to speak to, you know, mid forties, mid fifties, you know, male, female, whatever, you know, hormone changes there. Uh, but I just, I fell in love with it. And, uh, you know, being that I was, uh, pretty fit and stuff like that, um, as I was, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, just the kind of the typical, um, what do, what are you doing? <laughs> kind of like if you see your neighbor, you know, lose 50 pounds in a year, you're like, what did you do? Um, so it just, it just kind of helped happened organically. And I just started showing, you know, working through the numbers because nutrition weight loss is just a numbers game, but you got to have the right numbers, you know, whether that's your metabolic rate, you know, things I mentioned earlier, your thermic effect of food, your exercise, those numbers, you got to be working with real data um, that is specific to that individual. So I just, it just kind of happened, you know, just kind of like a, a slide. You just, I just kept sliding. I love it. So did you launch the store right away? And, and when did the, you have a very sophisticated tool that you use and your clients have access to. It's an online portal that allows them to make different food choices within their plans. Right. What came first? I mean, were you doing counseling without a retail location? Did you open the retail? Did you introduce the platforms? When did the supplements come on board? Yeah. Um, the meal planning and stuff is just, you know, using Excel spreadsheets for years until we, um, a mentor of mine um, out of Nevada who used to uh, be the head dietitian for Bally's um, out in LA. Um, and he's a dietitian, all sorts of stuff, uh, came out with his own software. Um, and I helped him a little bit, but it, it's his deal. Um, put together that software and I just fell in love with it. Um, and uh, started using that uh, when we opened up the Boulder store eight years ago. Um, so it's just kind of a slow progression of, you know, like starting simple, writing, you know, eat this, this, and this at this time on a piece of paper, going into Excel, you know, kind of the, the progression there, and then finding um, a software that would allow me to do what I've always wanted to do, and that is not just hand someone, eat this many calories in a day. So playing the, the details game, you get better quality results, you know, so of the weight loss, we're losing more fat than not just a bunch of muscle because we starved our bodies all day. Um, but then the compliance is better. You feel better. Energy is better because, yeah, if, if you don't eat all day and all of a sudden you eat at three o'clock or five o'clock at night, there's just all sorts of hormonal cascades that happen with that um, energy slumps. I mean, it's just a mess. So if we can pay attention to the details and tell, you know, it's something I'll, I'll you know, hold on to for the rest of my life is calories, 
macronutrients, and timing. You put all those things together, and it's amazing the results you can see, not only on the scale um, or measurements, or you know the true composition, but then how someone feels. You know, are they sleeping? I mean, I can't tell you how many clients I have say, "Oh, I'm sleeping so much better. Uh, my anxiety is so much lower." Um, and I'm a test of that because I have anxiety issues. I'm type A, go nuts, you know, all sorts of stuff. And if I'm not eating right, my anxiety spikes. Um, but when I'm eating adequately, when I'm getting enough protein, carbs, and fats, um, my anxiety is lowering. Well, of course, this is all top of mind to people as we're coming out of COVID mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, cruelly changing yeah. seasons. So pulling all the summer clothes out, um, yeah. thinking about being in a swimsuit and so forth. Why do you think it was so easy for people to go off the rails? I think it was the comfort um, of like, hey, I, I received comfort from eating this, this or that. So the world is on its head. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just trying to survive. I deserve this. I deserve this for withstanding this, whatever. And that's probably not everybody's case by any stretch, but I think that was part of it. And then a massive alcohol intake. The alcoholic consumption in the last couple of months has just been crazy. Um, well, um, Scott and I were talking about that. And part of the problem might be as simple as you weren't leaving the house. So you weren't thinking about driving, um, mm -hmm. which you know would naturally kind of put a break on things. Yeah, like I gotta go pick up the kids at three so I can't have a drink at noon. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, so there's more consumption. There's it, it releases some stress. I get it, you know, like I'm not immune to any of that stuff. I had a little, you know, spat of like, okay, I'll have a beer tonight. And then that became two. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. Um, but it, it was just kind of part of a, maybe it was a part of a grieving process I, I'd, or some kind of customs, you know, uh, way for us mentally as humans to uh, get past it. And I'm starting to see it come down. Um, just got a uh, Zoom with a client earlier that, yeah, it was pushing it pretty hard. And we were basically just trying to maintain through all this. That was her win. That was my win for her. And we got it done. Now we're starting to pull. And the alcohol is coming down and limiting that, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, no, I think uh, I think you hit it around the head. Yeah, you, you don't have to leave. So have a drink with lunch, you know. <laughs> well, the nice you know? thing, you know, there are many, many nice things about reopening. I'm, I'm glad we're finally to this point. But, you know, just getting out of the leggings and uh, getting dressed up again and figuring out how your clothes fit. <laughs> yeah, those yoga pants, they can do some amazing things, right? You know, like... <laughs> If you don't have to get into jeans or anything like that, you really don't notice what's going on. And of course, you don't want to get on a, a bathroom scale. And I'm not one to do so or push people to do so. But if we don't have any measure and our pants keep stretching and we don't really notice, then, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So let's talk about maybe a, a one or two things that people can do immediately just to to stop the bleeding, to get back on track. I mean, is this like, should I go on a fast? No, <laughs> no fast. That's, um, they, uh, I, I just don't, uh, I don't really know where the idea of fasting came along, um, whether it's a detox kind of thing. Your body does a great job of detoxing itself. Um, that's why we have a liver, we have spleen, you know, all sorts, uh, our bodies don't necessarily need to be detoxed. Um, so jumping on a fast usually has a uh, pretty good um, collateral damage, if you will. 
So whether it's a lemonade fast or a juice fast or a whatever, um, your calories usually plummet, right? That's why they have a stronghold. Um, you do a fast for a couple days or a, a cleanse or something like that, and you see a good few pounds drop. Um, that's usually just a bunch of water, to be honest. Um, then you're left with uh, your your metabolism's trying to deregulate. It's trying to figure out why you're only taking in 500 calories a day. Um, and uh, after you're done with that, usually the hunger is really bad. The, the cravings are really bad because you can get away with a few days of pretty low calories because you have what's called glycogen. You have this stored reservoir of glucose in your muscles and in your liver. So usually those first few days of a, a really big caloric cut, whether you're, uh, you know, someone starting a no carb diet or whether they feel fine for a couple of days and then it hits them as their glycogen stores is depleted. Um, but there's repercussions to, um, to going really low like that in, in a cleanse or a, a detox or, or whatever. It's, I, it's not needed. It's more to answer the question. I think get back to the question is more of where's the mentality. Do you have the drive right now to, do something about maybe the weight that you put on the last couple months. Do you want it? Do you want it for yourself or do you want it for somebody else? Or do you want it because you want to fit in a swimsuit just in case the, the pools open up, you know, all kind of things. It's gotta be, you gotta have that drive to want to do it. You know, if you pushed it, you know, do you have that number? Like I have a number. If I hit a certain, you know, weight or something like that, or, or percent body fat, it's done and over. Like that is my motivation going, okay, I don't want that to go any higher. Um, so I'm going to do whatever I can to bring it back down. Um, so it's it's more of the do you have do you have the motivation to to pull off what you put on? Because if you don't have it, then don't do it. Like if it's not going to make you happy, if it's not going to satisfy you, then you're just doing it for somebody else or um, stigmas or or whatever whatever it might be. Um, it's got to be that drive. You got to want it before ever following any little tips or tricks or anything like that. You've got you've got to want it for yourself. Um, so if you do, you know, um, and maybe you've become super sedentary, um, and you're at home, the gyms obviously aren't open. You didn't do any home workouts, whatever it might be, give yourself grace and start slowly, you know, start walking, walking. I can't tell you how some of my biggest success stories over all these years are not those that, um, you know, jumped into, going nuts on a treadmill or running 20 miles a day or anything. They started with walks and that, that 15 minute walk turned into a half an hour and then it turned into a little jog and then it turned into some strength training, all sorts of, so be patient with yourself. You know, uh, we've gone through a lot as a country, as a nation, as individuals, as communities, we've gone through a lot of stuff in this last couple months and now we're trying to come out of it. Um, and there's lots of stresses along with that as well. But given giving yourself grace and not going, oh, I put on 10 pounds or whatever it might be. I need to lose that by tomorrow. Well, you put it on <laughs> and we've got to take it off. Mm -hmm. um, it's it was the quarantine or the COVID-19 over eight or 10 weeks. So yeah. um, I like your message of patience when you know, looking to get back to your original weight. And it's very funny to me that you mentioned there's a trigger weight for you mm -hmm. um, because I have sort of the same thing, except my scale does it for me. So <laughs> once, once I get to a certain weight, it, it like 
goes through some poltergeist where it converts pounds to kilograms. So it's almost like it says like, Jen, you don't want to know how much you weigh in pounds. I'm going to convert to kilograms. Right? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's I've never heard that. That's really good. Yeah, no, those um, set points and stuff like that are real because um, we're kind of speaking into that. Um, everyone should have a number, you know, that they say enough is enough at this time. And yeah, you're going to then you pull it back down. And over the next year, maybe you gradually get back up there or maybe you have a new number. You know, but don't let that new number be higher than before unless, you know, you're unless it's muscle and that's a whole nother story. But for us general <laughs> normal people that don't get up on stage and all sorts of stuff as competitors or, you know, try to get on magazine covers or anything crazy like that. Let's all have a number that, you know, like when it reaches that, maybe it's during the holidays or maybe it's during a pandemic <laughs> um, that we say, hey, when it hits that enough is enough and I'm going to I'm going to healthily bring it back down. All right, so we talked about why fasts are counterproductive. What other mistakes do people make? What diet advice do you consider to be the most misleading? So that's a great question. Um, I think it's more of, there's a silver bullet, there's a magic bullet, or because I was eating carbs, that's why I can't lose weight, or um, it's more of the the truth, the true reason why someone can't lose weight, and that is because they're not eating in a caloric deficit. Um, it's not the carbs. It's not because uh, you need to take the newest uh, superfood or pill or new workout regime, um, or it's the time that you're eating. Like, oh, the reason why I wasn't able to lose weight is because I was eating breakfast. Like that is such BS. It makes me puke, you know, <laughs> to get real. Um, mm -hmm. It comes down to the overall intake that you put in per day and we want it to be healthy. And if you want to lose, you got to be in a caloric deficit. That's and the science backs you up over and over and over. And, and you know, it's nauseating in that we've got to stop looking for quick fixes. You know, take the time, find someone that knows what they're doing, get a meal plan, you know, get what you should be doing based on you, not because you're, you know, five, five and male or female or a certain weight or whatever. Find someone that knows what they're doing and it'll save you a lot of time and heartache because it's a patience game. We think losing weight is uh, like a physical game. Uh, we need to join a gym and we need to eat healthily. Well, that's very, very true. You know, like, yes, we need to, you know, keep active and we need to eat right. But it's a mental game. You know, how do we get up every day and make sure that we have um, things in place to achieve our goals? You know, whether that's, you know, meal prepping or um, thinking through our foods, um, knowing what we should be doing um, instead of just spinning our wheels, looking for the next um, fat loss gimmick, because they're all gimmicks, you know, like, uh, and I'll get emails once in a while. You're like, what do you think about the keto diet? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the keto diet. Let's talk about the keto. Uh, let's talk about their, their tools. They're tools, but they're nothing. They're not superior. They're nothing superior. And the and the science backs it up. Um, none of those are any better at losing weight, whether it's intermittent fasting, keto, paleo, whatever it is. If you equate calories, meaning that the calories are the same, you put someone in the same deficit. They will lose the same amount of weight. Now, those that do more intermittent fasting, even keto will tend to lose a little bit more muscle out of their weight loss because they're not getting 
Um, the timing's off, the, the macronutrients, I mean, carbs are very important. They hold a lot of micronutrients that are very, very important. Um, and we could just go on and on about that. But um, it's it, in the end, it's always going to come down to, did you put your body in a caloric deficit or not? So let's change gears for a second and talk about the this challenge that you have going on. I oh, yeah. think 20 people sign up at the beginning of May and it's a six or an eight week challenge. And yeah. uh, I saw on one of your Instagrams that um, the average person in the challenge has lost three pounds of fat in, yeah. uh, in uh, like two weeks. That's amazing. Yeah. It, um, is. it is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you run, so tell me the clients in these, your clients that are most successful, what's their secret? And do you have a hunch when you begin these plans, who's going to be successful and, and who's going to have trouble staying on track? Oh, hey, that's a good question. Um, 99% of, 90% of the time, I can probably nail it whether they're going to succeed or not. Those that come in real hot, like they're like, oh, I'm doing this or whatever. I'm like, this is great. Like, we're going to kill this thing. And I never hear from them again. <laughs> you know, like it was a, it was a, it was a, like a, a match. They were, they were super excited, ready to start right now. Give me my plan right now. I'll pay you extra. <laughs> no, you don't need to pay me extra. Um, let's get started. Um, and I'll be there every step of the way. Those that tend to want to, do the nutrition and do the uh the workout thing like oh because we go through exercise you know i want to gauge you know what someone's doing specifically their exercise how long they're doing it each day i mean just the fine details those that say yes i'm basically going from the couch to working out seven days a week uh scare scare the the crap out of me um because i know it's like lighting the match they're gonna start quick and they're gonna end quick the ones that see the results are those that have patience. Trust the process as Trust. much as I hate to, to acknowledge that you really do. <laughs> Touché, yeah, yeah, for you sure. know, be consistent for sure. and, and expect that results will come as a result of your consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't expect to, uh, you know, do really well Monday through Friday, but then you go hog wild on Saturday and Sunday, you know, on a, you know, uh, social get togethers or whatever you got, you know, you can have fun, but, um, you can't have too much fun. You can't negate your Monday through Friday, you know, and so many, I think you'll go, I just you, mentally, we just remember Monday through Thursday night or whatever. So. Matt, I thought we agreed. We weren't going to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about everybody. Including myself. Something I'm guilty of yeah, really, all of really on point during the week. And Falling yep. apart on the weekends. Exactly. Well, listen, yep. um, we are coming up on about 45 minutes. Uh, thank you for spending so much time with me. I, you know, whenever you're working with um, someone like yourself or a personal trainer on long-term results, I think it's important that you see eye to eye on the approach um, and personalities and, and um, expectations of each other. So hopefully yeah. people have gotten a sense of who you are and, and um, what is offered through Colorado Nutrition. If people are interested in working with you, um, yeah. you know, here in Fort Collins, they can ultimately come down to the store, but let's say I'm on the East Coast, like many of my friends are, and um, they're interested in the in working with you on the nutrition planning and so forth. 
where are the best places to find you? The website's probably uh, the easiest. It's just Colorado Nutrition. I'll spell out dot com. Um, on there, um, you can go to schedule me. Uh, not literally, you can schedule me on there. Um, that's probably the easiest. Um, this is one reason why we offer uh, a complimentary nutrition plan, or not nutrition plan, consultation, excuse me, is to find if it's a fit. It's not to sell somebody. There are so many times I'm in a consult, and I'm like, this is not a fit. <laughs> and I don't even bring up that we do nutrition planning. Um, going, hey, this is not a fit. I cannot serve you. Um, and whether you like it or not, <laughs> like it's just, you're not going to see the success because you're looking for that, that one little thing, that, that, that miracle. And I'm now a miracle. Um, so that consultation, that free consultation can be done um, in person or online. Um, if it's uh, you know, virtually, if it's virtually, um, then we, I set all that up, um, even do something like that. You can always hit me up just, uh, via email. It's just Matt, M-A-T-T at coloradonutrition.com. That's a great way to get a hold of me as well. And we can schedule that. I'm very one-on-one. -on -one. I like to deal with things one-on-one, -on -one. um, scheduling things one-on-one. -on -one. So if the, the website doesn't work well, uh, to schedule something like that, you can always email me. And Matt, I was mentioning earlier that I really admire your Instagram feed. I think there's a daily post with a client success story or fact-based tips or things that are available in the store. Um, the, the feed is really beautiful and that's Colorado Nutrition Fort Collins and Colorado Nutrition Boulder on Instagram. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The Instagram stuff, it's uh, like we were speaking before we hit record. Uh, it's uh, My wife does all that. And uh, being on here, um, she makes us look good and just love her to death. And we wouldn't be uh, where we are without her. <laughs> well, listen, as you guys prepare for reopening, um, you know, back closer to the usual schedule and, and start having people in the store again, I know you're looking forward to that because you're a people person. Um, yeah. I wish guys a lot of luck and well, thanks for taking time to come on the podcast well thank you jenna it's a blast as always hi guys it's jen again i hope you enjoyed this episode of small business speaks new episodes come out every week so take a minute now to subscribe and rate us an apple podcast and new thing we're compiling a directory of all our podcast guests with premium content and offers only available to our members. If you'd like access, go to smallbusinessspeaks.com and drop us your email. That's smallbusinessspeaks with all the words spelled out. Thanks for listening.